Let's see if I can uh, get this thing right. Get your thing right, uh, Ty. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah, trying, yeah, trying to get welcome this. everybody. The last ones at the bar, as you see, we got you know the the unofficial member right here. We got Ty Finney in the building. We Salute. also going with the with the usual. You know, what I'm saying Lavelle Jackson. Before I go ahead and do any introduction, Ty, you know how's everything going, good brother? And thank you for showing up today. Uh, everything's going good, man. You know, had a nice, nice, easy week at work. You know, the, the weekend for me is just nice, nice and laid back. But um, I do want to say, you know, prayers out, you know, to everybody involved in the accident, you know, in the Bay Bridge in Maryland. And then also prayers out. Uh, I was seeing this video with a, a person going off uh, a pier in Virginia Beach. So, yeah, so we had some crazy things happening yesterday. So, you know, uh, prayers out to everybody involved in those accidents, man, Maryland and in Virginia. Absolutely. Make yeah. sure you stay safe out there. Uh, Vail, how was your weekend, sir? Uh, my weekend was cool. It was relaxing. Um, yeah, to your point, Ty, I, I've been on that bridge a lot. I'm pretty sure you have. So, man, so so hearing about it, it's it's, it's it hits home because you're like, man, you see how it can happen when you're like there and then imagining fog. And that's one of those bridges that it, it don't just go straight, man. It's a, it's some curves in there. So it's definitely uh, one you got to be very careful on and, and not be speeding through. Weekend, sir. How was your weekend? My weekend was cool. You know, it, it was, you know, chill time. I rested a lot, man. Just get ready for these. These football games, man, today. Absolutely, man. It was uh, for me, excellent weekend. They all are great. You know what I mean? No need to go into intimate details. But I do want to say to the <laughs> listeners, we got our guy Ty here. The things that we're going to discuss, we got Jaime McGee. He had put on a sensational performance yesterday against John Ryder. Um, we're going to talk about Connor Ben's upcoming fight. And then we got some news that we're going to discuss today on Last Ones at the Bar. I know you're not much of a football fan, but before I get off into these, you know, this boxing news, I do want to get you guys' prediction on the big, the big game that's coming up shortly. Or do you, do you have any team that you root for? Uh, I'm definitely going for the Ravens. You know what I mean? Because you know I am Maryland, so I got to go with Ravens. I got to go with Ravens all day, man. Because yeah. Ravens is Ravens for me for sure. And I, I'm sure you're going with them because I can see you know you got your jersey and everything going. So Absolutely, salute to man. you. Yeah, man, I'm deeply rooted in the, in the, I'm a real fan of Lamar Jackson. I don't like what he had to go through in terms of contracts. I don't like what he had to go through as far as this MVP because I think it's clear cut that he's been the best player, you know, as far as what they're looking for as far as the MVP because he was the, the legitimate candidate throughout the whole year. And for them to put guys in there who don't even come close to his talent level and were not producing like he was this year, like a Brock Purdy, Tua, and some of those other guys, I just think that, you know, this right here would be remarkable for him to overcome all of the obstacles that he had to go through. And then also, you know, just the city of Baltimore. I think that, you know, it'd be good for the city. But what about you, Vail? Who do you think is going to win this matchup? 
Don't matter. I'm rooting for the Lions. Period. All right, sir. Let's go ahead and get off into this. Lions, man. We don't have time. We don't have time. Good for the city, man. Detroit need this to be good for the city. What we went through, 0-17, everybody laughing at our city, man. We need this. Listen, man. See, that's the thing. I I think some of us can't, you know, do two things at once. You know what I'm saying? Like support two (laughs) different things. You know what I mean? The fact that we're talking about Baltimore right now, doesn't mean that we can't compartmentalize and be able to support the other game afterwards. But we were just talking about this. Hey, it's two games today, man. You're, 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 this is one. And, and, and we, we don't have time uh, for that long, so we're going to go ahead and go okay. to the news. You know, my boy Vail is over there acting up already, man. No, All right, man. also hit that I like. like I like we ain't got another game. It's- NFC. We talked, about, we talked about them last week, but it's all good. But, again, talking about Jaime McGee putting on that sensational performance in Phoenix yesterday, he stopped John Ryder. I want to say it was the ninth round that they uh, put a halt to the fight. What do you, fellas, uh, what are your thoughts? Um, how did you – what did you think about Jaime yesterday? Uh, I thought it was a, a good performance by Jaime, but at the same time, I think stylistically it, the fight kind of favored him. Uh, considering that John Ryder, you know, um, he, he fights with that, with that, with that one arm down and, 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 and he doesn't, he's very hittable and he doesn't have a lot of, uh, uh, power in the shots. He has some power, but it's not enough to really, I mean, with McGee, you need something to get his attention. Like we saw with Darren, Chico in that fight when, you know, Darren Chico had enough pop to really, you know, push uh Jaime McGee back now um and McGee still is he's he's hittable but he did improve a little bit I think as far as he didn't get hit with as many shots that could have been just John Ryder being more conservative but Ryder was hitting him like you know in the middle of combination in the middle of McGee's combinations Ryder was hitting him you know and and, and, and that could I'm looking at how that's going to play out in a fight with, you know, a Canelo, you know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about that later. But, um, I mean, the fight was just going smoothly. It was all right until, I think, the the, the second round when uh, <laughs> when uh, um, McGee, he, he, he walked right, right into he, – well, he hit him with a straight right and uh, knocked uh, John Ryder down against the ropes. Ryder got up. And it was interesting because Ryder did kind of, I thought that the third round, he kind of was trying to get himself back in the fight. And then the fourth round, uh, McGee got him again with a, with a pretty much, he, he knocked him down with a jab because he really didn't land that. It looked like a one-two, but he really didn't land that right hand. So that's, I was kind of like, man, he, Ryder kind of looking, he a little bit shakier than I thought, or McGee just got that power. So, even after that, I think Ryder was kind of still trying to claw himself back to the fight. I think he, he sensed the, the urgency, like, this is my career and this that's going to be it if I don't win this. So so he did try. He didn't just, you know, really give in and give up. But when he got hurt around, I think in the eighth round, he got hurt again a little bit, but he kind of still fought his way through that in the ninth round. Um, McGee put Ryder down twice. Uh, even after the second time, it was like the, I think his corner was trying to stop the fight, uh, but the referee didn't see it, so they were letting it go on, and and he ended up taking some more punishment before the ref finally saw whether well, actually they saw ringing the bell, uh, 
and they, and they, they stopped the fight. So, um, really, McGee did look decent in that fight. Um, he always been to me offensively gifted. It's just that his defense is what I worry about, and I think in this fight it really didn't show me more. But I do think he's going in the right direction with Freddie Roach as a trainer. But it didn't show me more where I feel like comfortable that I would put him in there with a, with Canelo Alvarez, you know. But if this is just for him to just you know fight better competition, oh yeah. But if you're gonna jump from John Ryder to Canelo, I I, I I don't like that. No. Let me go ahead before you you uh, chop it up, Todd. Let me go ahead and go to the chat. You see, um, Sheldon active in the chat says, "What up, fellas? What up? What up, Sheldon?" And then he also says, uh, "Nobody beats Bossman." Hopefully, you're right, sir. That's what what, what I'm hoping that happens, regardless if it's this game. And I I'm not even gonna look past Patty Mahomes because that's a tough that's a tough uh, out right there. Um, also, Sheldon said that. McGee was too young, too strong. I think yeah. so. I agree with that as well. And then we also have uh, Ryan Hanley in a, in a chat. He says, what up, fellas? What up to you, yeah, sir? What up, though? What up? And then um, he said, why not put his blank in there? I think that's, <laughs> I agree, too, man. Like, at, at some point, you know, you got to sink or swim. You know, he did more against Ryder than Canelo did. I'm impressed. Okay. Yeah, Ty, it's more style you? to me, <laughs> Okay. Ty, what about you? What did you think about his performance? Yeah, it was, yeah one one heck of a performance from uh, Amy McGill. You know, uh, he did, to me, he did better than Canelo. You know, um, I I was surprised by what John Roddy was doing, like, far as him keeping his composure. You know what I mean? He kept his composure, like, every time he got knocked down, he got up, kept trying to fight back, kept clinching. But, you know, Hamie Mangia, you know, his uh, aggressiveness, his power, it was just too much. You know, uh, Ryder kept going down, you know, like the fight would stop, you know, the fight would stop. So all around, it was it was one heck of a performance from uh, Hamie Mangia. Salute to him. Salute to his trainer, you know, Freddie Roach. Um, I don't recall him calling out anybody, but I, I definitely would love for him, to, you know, to get Canelo, you know, Cinco de Mayo. Mm, okay, okay. So the young man, let me ask you this question then, good fella. Um, before the fight, did you think McGill was deserving of a Canelo fight? Honestly, no. And I say that because I this is something that I always say. I, I always felt Mangia kind of had a record like Wilder, Deontay Wilder, you know, 40-some wins, not really a decent resume. Yes, he had Derek Chinko on there and a couple of other guys, but I don't think that his resume was actually good enough to deserve a Canelo fight. But, you know, he just beat the guy Canelo beat. He did it better. But I do think Canelo uh, took a lot out of Ryder prior to um, Mungian fighting him. But what I like to see the fight, absolutely. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Before I make my comments on what I saw, here's the punch stats. As you see, um, Ryder nearly doubled the amount of punches that was landed um he was more active 468 to 300 um i mean this is going to be played on the podcast so they won't be able to see this so as far as the punches landed 146 to 77 percentages you had mangia landing 31 percent to writers 26 um he was doing some nice nice bit of work with that jab too and like you said Vail, he knocked him down with one of them but he when he was landing there it was a nice little strong jab that he was throwing um so again he landed 45 the writers 19 jabs thrown 207 for mcgee 86 for Ryder. 
and then they were totally identical when it comes to the percentage of jabs that were landed. And then also Munguia had an overwhelmingly larger percentage or number of power punches that he landed, 101 to 58. He was more active as well with the power shots, 261 for Munguia, 214 for Ryder. And then percentage-wise, he was more accurate, nearly at 40% for Munguia and 27% for Ryder. I think that Ryder, um, see, Ryder is, is long in a tooth. And he was really pushing, making his last ditch efforts in order to be able to justify that Canelo fight. And I think that that's where he put all of his eggs into that basket. So he had the Jacobs win. That was a close decision victory. And then he fought the other guy, forgot his name, Parker, I believe that was his name. And he ended up upsetting him. And so that's when he finally landed that big money Canelo fight. And that's the fight that he always wanted. And so I think it's twofold. It's the fact that what you mentioned as far as um, the amount of punishment that Canelo inflicted on him, broken nose and taking a pounding for 12 rounds. And then also just being able to get up again for somebody that's lesser and not only quality, but also He's lesser. The event is less. Now, it's, it's big, but it's not as big as that Canelo Hugh in Jalisco. You understand what I'm saying? So I think, and he's old. You know what I'm saying? So I think that all of those factors played into it. Dude has a solid heart, man. He just kept trying to get up over and over. Um, but the kid just overwhelmed, like you guys mentioned. I'm not going to belabor as far as what happened during the fight. But um, I like what I saw from McGill. But he didn't show me any wrinkles that let that that allows me to think that he's going to be even really that competitive against Canelo. I think Canelo is going to really just be too seasoned for the young fella. But he positioned himself to get that big money fight, and he can make claim that he deserves that fight um, moving forward. I think um, in a perfect world, I think you will look at these fights right here. This would be a, in a perfect world. You would have McGee fighting Berlinga, and then <laughs> Carlo would be fighting Plant. Then Morel would be fighting that other gentleman right there. And then you'll have Benavidez and Canelo fighting each other. What, what do you guys think about that? Are those some good matchups for 168? Yeah, that's perfect, man. Matter of fact, put it all on one card. We'll never see that. But, yeah, put that on the card, man. You know, yeah, that'd be perfect. And I think it's, it's not that um, – and I, I understand people want to throw McGee in there with Canelo and saying this was his audition he earned it. But I think it's a level that's missing. I think – some of that is in his in is in some of these fights. Like for example, even from these guys, um, I won't mind seeing Magia and J Jamal Charlo. You know what I'm saying? It's like almost like everybody wants Canelo fight. We're dealing with what we used to we dealt with in the last few years. Everybody wants this big fight with Canelo, but nobody wants to earn it amongst the other guys. You know what I'm saying? Canelo is already a superstar. He don't have to take any of these fights. He can just retire right now and still have his legacy. These guys wait and wait and wait and say, okay, I want to fight Canelo. Like, for example, um, um, never mind. I, I lost my train of thought there. Well, what but, was, was it Plant? Was it um, who? Who were you talking about? Uh, what weight class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To extent, Plant. That's a, that's a good example. Um, I thought if, if he would have fought, let's say, a, you know what I'm saying, um, Jamal Charlo before 
Canelo, I think that would have been better experience from him instead of just jumping in there with him and just having that belief in himself and not really, you know. And matter of fact, he I think I think even in that loss with against David Benavidez, it's almost like he learned something and he showed uh, you know some some how tough he really was versus looking that bad against Canelo, where Canelo basically just dog walked him pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. The only problem with that is Charlo wasn't going to fight him. He probably, I don't even know if he's going to fight him now. But I do agree with the fact that he should have fought stiffer opposition going into the Canelo fight, being more active than he was prior to him taking that fight, you know, and just waiting around. Because he was reluctant on facing Benavidez. He didn't want to face Anthony Durrell um, at the time. And it was just afterwards he decided to do it after he took the Canelo loss. But had he fought those fights prior to, then he would have been more prepared for Canelo. Guys tend to do that. Um, you're right when it comes to Canelo. And I see that Shelton says Canelo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Canelo be bashing Big Maul and Matt. That's what it looks like. Um, and then he said, I like Morrell. Okay, you like that fight right there. And then he says um, Big Maul hasn't earned a shot either. Yeah, but he is easy to touch for Alvarez. I agree with all of those points that you're making. What about you, Ty? What, what do you think about those matchups right there? Yeah, I seen, I seen, you know, the pictures earlier too, and I, I thought it was perfect. You know, uh, Hamey Mangir versus Belanga, that would be a good fight. You know, Belanga is fighting, you know, in February. If he gets past his opponent, they, they can definitely set something up. And of course, you know, Jamal Charlo and Kate Plant, they, they definitely got to make that happen because I still can't get over that slap, man. That was that was a bad slap. So <laughs> Mog definitely got to He definitely got to get that smoke, you know, being embarrassed like that in public. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the perfect matchup. And of course, you know, Canelo and Benavides, that's what everybody wants to see. You know, um, that's the blockbuster fight. That's the mega fight. I think it does great pay-per-view numbers. So, you know, hopefully we get that. But. As uh, Shelton was saying, looks like we're going to get Maul. I think that's a terrible matchup because Maul still didn't look 100%. You know, even though he beat, you know, Jose Benavides, he still didn't look 100% mentally. So I think that's just um, a bad fight for, you know, him, uh, especially after two years uh, going right into a Canelo fight after one fight against um, Jose Benavides. That's that's a bad that's a bad fight for me. And as far as uh, David Morrell, Christian, that's a good fight because David Morrell, um, even though he's a big guy, he's got power. He still needs some more experience under his belt. So all all four of these matches to me are perfect. That gentleman there, um, I, I see him um, and people talking about him. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? The one that that's next to Morrell. I, 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 I've, I you know some people are high on him, but I just I don't, I'm not familiar with him that much. But I see he has a really good record. I told him a Billy. Well, I, I just pronounced him a Billy. Uh, I've seen him. People are high on him, but I think he, to me, he is kind of like, I mean, he's a, a more rougher version of McGee. Like, he's offensively talented, but I think he's probably even easier to, to, to catch between shots and, and possibly hurt. So, oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to me. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out a little bit more, man. We got a, a tie because I, I know we don't have you to hear that long. And this, this, we got an upcoming fight next week. I'm not even really gonna touch on this too much. Vale put this as far as like things to discuss, but you got your boy, man. You got your boy Connor Ben. He fighting. I don't even know. I, I, I tried to find highlights of this dude, man. And I can't even find this man. Um, but you got Connor Ben. It doesn't even look like Connor Ben can fight in the UK because he's fighting over here. 
and he must not be cleared yet. So they keep bringing him over to the United States to fight. At least this is the second time that he's going to be fighting in the United States. If you guys are familiar with Dobson, only thing I'll say is this: based on the limited things that I've seen of Dobson, um, the guy's sixteen and zero with nine KOs. Um, he's a pretty decent fighter, um, but he doesn't do anything, you know, that jumps off the screen. Now he's not fast or anything like that. He tries to box a little bit. He's kind of tall. Um, but I just think that he's so basic, you know what I mean? Nothing, nothing to write home about. Um, and Ben is coming off that fight um, that he had last um, against Orozco. And Orozco ended up testing positive for a bad substance afterwards. And so I think Ben is, is using that as an excuse as to why he couldn't get him out of there because dude tested positive. But or it could have been the fact that Ben couldn't use the stuff that he was using before. You know what I mean? So it's just, I, I have no clue. Um, but in this fight, my prediction would be, based on what I saw, um, Ben should be able to get this guy out of there uh, probably in the middle part of the fight. Or if he's not, you know, still not, you know, as energized as he was when he was had the stuff in the system, it could go a decision. But I just, I think Ben is definitely going to win this fight. What about you guys? You got any anything on this fight um, next week? To be honest, I think he's gonna get him out of there in the first three rounds. Okay. But considering this is Vegas, this ain't the UK, mm -hmm. he's probably gonna get tested. So I'm gonna go to the mid rounds, maybe the sixth round that he's gonna stop Dobson. Um I do just looking at of course there's hard to find footage of Peter Dobson. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad because you don't know how when you see somebody you it, some of the, his fights are so grainy that certain things that he do, you can't really see. It could be some talented things that he does have that could, you know, he could be a dark horse. Yeah, um, listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> the only reason I, I would be skeptical on that is the limit to the opposition that he's faced, that he has nine right. KOs and 16 fights, and he's 33 years old. You right. understand? So that's, that's the thing that's working against him. Yeah, but but looking at Conor Ben, I mean, you you always got to bring in that question of how he's going to look when he's not, you know, on anything, you know. So the the footage you have, you question it, but he's supremely athletic, you know. He even though he's crude, you know, very crude, wild, but he has power and he and he's pretty fast. Not like supreme hand speed, but he's fast as far as you know throwing that shot and and, and then popping it out there, kind of. You know, he, he, you can tell he's his father's son. I mean, not saying he's as good as his father or can do what his father does, but he is Nigel Ben's son. You know, he, got you, got you, got you. I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on something that's not yeah. even that big of a deal. It's, 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 I it's agree, I, nobody cares about Ben. Yeah, well, nobody, I, I care about Nigel Ben because that was my guy. You know, yeah, saying back in the day. About, you know, something that's irrelevant. You got anything on this time so we can get to this news? Because I think the news topics are like really what's shaking up things yes. a lot. Yeah, I um, I'm with you, Wilton. I'm not familiar with the Dobson guy, but I do think it's a, a a good fight for Connor because you know he's he's really just getting back into that mix after his PED stint. So I'm cool. I'm cool with the fight, but I I would go with Connor on this one since he's you know he's got a more better resume. Yeah, definitely, man. Let me go ahead and move on. So like I say, I, and plus he's a cheap man. We don't be wanting to talk. Bomb Garner and I, you know what I'm saying? Big baby. Come like, on, oh, man. We don't do that. All right, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Do us that solid right there as we try to creep up, you know, to the ultimate goal, which is 
getting the Shay Shay. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? With his Cat Williams. We tried to be, I'm just messing with you. But anyway, um, the boxing news this week, man. We had a lot of big things that occurred this week. And I'm going to start with the big fight card that you got Amazon Prime on Amazon Prime, March 30th. It's a pay-per-view, but it's headlining Tim Zhu against Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman is the guy who kind of rolled out PBC when he fought against, I want to say that was, um, what's my man name? Um, Guerrero. Keith and Guerrero um, kind of introduced PBC to the networks um, with their first fight. And so he's going to, they, they're spiraling back to Keith Thurman with their new um, deal that they have with Amazon Prime. And then also the co-feature is going to be Roly Romero versus Pitbull Cruz. What do you guys think about this fight card? I mean, I like the fight card. I think it's going to be some interesting matchups. I, I, you know how I feel about it being on pay per view. I, I ain't with that pay per view. I'm, I'm, I'm with Ryan Hanley over here. Like, the fact that it's on pay per view, people are like, ah, it's a great card. I'm like, eh, for pay per view. I mean, now if you're streaming it, you probably don't care. But if you're paying for it, it's like, is it, I gonna pay for this? You know what I'm saying? That we're paying for. Um, when we used to get fights like this on HBO ten years ago, <laughs> so. Uh, or Showtime. So, I mean, but I do like the fights as far as I don't really like Tim Zoo versus Keith Thurman because Thurman's been, he hasn't really been active. Uh, the only win he's had is, is in the last, what, four, five years is Mario, Mario Barrios, which is actually, you know, looking better as time goes on because of, you know, Barrios' victory over Ugas, but still, it's just Barrios, you know, it's not like Keith Thurman has been fighting any of the top welterweights or anybody really at 154 like that, you know. Uh, and he's moving up in weight. And he's injury prone. He's going in there with Tim Zhu, who approves in, in every fight. So that fight, I really don't like. It's just name value, really. Roly mm -hmm. Romero versus Isak Cruz, you know, that's a decent fight, you know, um, for those guys' levels. I think both guys, to me, to me personally, I think both guys can get, be a little overrated. You know, Raleigh has always been people just like him because he's Raleigh Romero and Isaac Cruz. I think he gets it's certain things that he does that's overrated, and certain things he do is underrated. Like his boxing ability is kind of underrated, but as far as his status, really, it's because he had that that performance against Tank Davis that people look at him as like, you know, now he's a tough fight for anybody, but I don't look at him as like the top lightweight or anything like that. So. Um, but it's other fights on on this card though that I think are you know I mean in totality it's a decent card but for pay per view no. It's this is to me this is whack like the old Hancock movie man. I'm, I'm gonna let you cook in a second time but I I was just getting irked like I was really getting upset as as Bill talked. I was really really my blood was boiling because this is bogus. This is a bogus card. I'm gonna tell you why it's bogus. You pay for it though. Keith Thurman's been out. A long time. Um, my guy here, uh, Shelton said that Thurman said that that Heyman. Oh, my guess that's we he's panning him back with this one, but this is hot garbage, man. So, you got Tim Zhu, I guess he's coming over to the United States to make this fight. Um, for pay per view purposes, it's horrible because who knows Tim Zhu over here in the United States? They don't really know him unless they're cat, what you know, they're they're anticipating 
a lot of money coming in from Australia. Okay, that might be a possibility. Keith Thurman isn't in the know now because he's been so inactive. Um, and then you think about think about this. Keith Thurman has been inactive on several occasions, right? So this he's been out for about two years. He got whooped on by Pacquiao in 2019, an old Manny Pacquiao. Then he takes more time off, and then he gets hit to the body. He was hurt a little bit against Barrios, and he didn't look that great. So now he's off another long layoff, fighting in the new weight division, fighting against somebody who's hot as fish grease, Tim Zhu, a bigger, stronger dude. That's going to spell disaster, unless they just want to take Tim Zhu and make him look good against a name. I mean, if that's what they're attempting to do, then, you know, they're going to achieve that objective. As far as Roley Romero and Pitbull Cruz, I don't like this either. Now, it's a good matchup between the two, but these two dudes are only known because they lost the tank. Like, really? What have they done? Like, what have these dudes? And, and the thing what they're going to set up is this is going to give Tank another option. So if he ends up, let's say, for instance, Pitbull wins, that justifies a rematch for him to go up and get the strap against Pitbull. And so he's just going to recycle some dude that he already whooped on who's not even that good. <laughs> this is like the Twilight Zone, man. And, and, and just to, for people to not be able to see like the game that they're running on us, is 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 crazy to me um again as far if this was just pitbull versus roley and that was just the fight i wouldn't mind seeing it but i don't roley doesn't deserve that title that old man should have had that title or he should have um and then on top of that he shouldn't have had the title in the first place he shouldn't have been fight, fighting for a title he's, he's, Barbosa. yeah Barbosa. granddaddy yeah so Again, I don't from from for, for those reasons, I don't really too much care, you know, for this card. But what about you, Todd? Yeah, when I first when I first heard the news, it, it kind of shocked me because you know they were saying at one point it was gonna be Tank to be, you know, the first fighter on a PVC yeah. card for Amazon. It was supposed to be Tank. So when I got this news, it shocked me. Like it shocked me, it took me by surprise. Thurman and Tim Zeus, to me, it's a bad fight. As you mentioned, you already pointed out everything. Thurman's been inactive, and it, it kind of reminds me of Wilder and Joseph Parker. Wilder only had one round in a year. Joseph Parker had three fights going into that fight. So it's similar. This fight is similar to that. You know, uh, Tim Zhu, he's he's on a three, he's on a nice three win streak for 2023. You know, beat Carlos Campos, beat uh he beat uh uh who else did he beat Tony Harrison and then he just beat Brian Mendoza and you know Keith Thurman hasn't fought since Barrios who was moving up in weight so it's just it's a bad fight and uh, I'm going for Tim Zhu in this fight uh I would say by decision or late stoppage and as far as Roley and Pitbull um it's an interesting fight um I got Pitbull and I say that because Roley, you know, Roley was dropped by the old man. He was also dropped by Tank. So Roley doesn't have the best chin. And we know uh, Pitbull Cruz, he can crack. So for this fight, I'm going for Pitbull Cruz probably by, probably by, you know, a KO unless something fishy happens. You know, they want him to hold on that title. So I got, I got Pitbull Cruz by stoppage and I got Tim Zhu by decision or late stoppage, but. It's not to me. It's not a pay per view worthy card, but as a boxer fan, I'm definitely going to tune in to watch. My main man, uh, 
what uh Shane says great card yeah okay I appreciate that that knowledge um Shelton says he says I'll be watching March Madness I might be with you on that one man like this is hot garbage man especially for they roll out for a new Amazon deal and, and then they said, then they were talking about Ryan versus Roley and all of that type of stuff if, if Ryan well, Ryan wanted that fight Ryan really wanted that fight if if if, if you're going to you know indicate or put that out there that that was a possibility then it's 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 you going backwards by you know quickly making the pit bull fight you know what i'm saying because you got a marquee at least if you put those two together then you can justify it because they both can it would it would sell more because they both are gregarious you know what i mean in their own different ways um but I don't know. So and then that's, that's, uh, that's true. I, th- I just think that this is more in house. And Ryan, I don't think he's a PBC fighter. And for Ryan, De La Hoya really was trying to put him in there with uh with uh, uh Jose Ramirez, which is why Ramirez probably got that contract anyway, you know. But Ryan Garcia probably wasn't having that. <laughs> Yeah, man, the promoter should be working for you. Um, Ryan uh, says, Roley, Roley's one of the biggest trolls in boxing, but I love it. His mouth is good for boxing. I don't know. No, I, he, well, he, I, he didn't beat Jackson Marinette. No, I, I will like, I don't mind guys who can talk it. You know what I mean? You had dudes in the past like Roberto Duran. Like, he was a nasty guy. You know what I'm saying? You had um, dudes like Mayorga, you know what I'm saying? But them dudes actually could fight. And so him, he can punch, but he really, he, I can't see him beating a top quality guy unless he just gets, gets lucky. But he, I, man, when I'm seeing Devin Haney and training toying with the dude, like he's just, you know, like he's just fighting a little kid. Like, come on, man. Like you, and then you want to be talking crazy like that. It just, I don't, that don't sit well with me. You know what I mean? When when guys uh, play that game, and then they get promoted, you know, for it. You know, I don't know. But anyway, that that's the class that you got on um, March thirtieth. You know, those are some of the matchups that we we were seeing. Um, Ryan Garcia, he was surprised that um, Roley Romero opted for Pitbull. So we kind of talked about that a little bit. And then, you know, you got those things. Also, Iris Landy Lara is going to be fighting on that card. He's going to be fighting for, I want to say, the WBA championship against uh, Michael Zarafa. Um, you got any thoughts on that before we go to the next topic? Because that's also um, going to open up the card, or at least the the um, the TV portion of it. I think I think uh, Iris Landy Lara, he's just trying to cash it all out, man, and get, and get that money, man, for he before he get out the game. So I think that's what that's all about. Man. Uh, I don't think he's interested in getting the big fight. A big fight for him is versus Danny Garcia, which is a good name, but I always thought that was a, you know, a weird fight considering Garcia is really, you know, a welterweight, you know, moving up to like middleweight. Uh, so I think Larry Larry's just trying to, you know, Get that money so you can sit on the couch with Louis Ortiz, man, and and and, and laugh about what their career was. So, I mean, the, the sad part is you got Arizlani Lara, who is like one of the, the best 
you know, talents that, you know, talents that was in boxing, I think about 10 years ago, he's opening a car, opening a car. What's wrong with that? Opening a car where Raleigh Romero is ahead of him. Arizlandi Lara. Arizlandi Lara has been inactive, though. He has been inactive, but still, Ares Lani Lara. Yeah. Ares Lani Lara. Look, look, look. Keith Thurman has been inactive also, and Keith Thurman is the A side of the main event. A side. Yeah, so you got to name Keith Thurman against the the guy who really is supposed to be the star of the show, which is going to be Tim Zhu, who hails out of Australia, you know? And then, but all of those guys are more known. Than Iris Lani Lara, especially off a of layoff, and, and the dance partner that Iris Lani Lara is facing. Now he's fighting another guy that's relatively unknown. And so I think that's just more so as far as popularity, sort of thing. You know what I mean? If he would have been more active um, doing this thing, I think that he probably would have had his own car, like he was going to have with Danny Garcia. But, you know, since he's fighting an unknown guy who's has losses against Kale Brook has a loss against uh, Jeff Horn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what can you expect? You know, Iris Landy Lara, you know? But hopefully he gets that strap. But he's campaigning in a weight class that really doesn't have any known commodities. So he's 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 definitely going to position himself not to be, you know, a marquee fighter on any of these fight cards, and then especially at his age. You know, unless they're still trying to wait for the Danny Garcia to see if that fight is going to take place. But I don't know. What do you what are your thoughts, uh Todd? Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna hop off. Uh yes, it's a it's an okay fight, you know. Um so Rafa, he's on a nice win streak. But as you guys mentioned, you know, um Laura, he's coming off some inactivity. I did want him to get that Danny Garcia smoke, but you know, Danny Garcia, you know, he's busy being a businessman, you know, he just you know, he just uh, put together a card that I just went to. So uh, it's a it's a tricky one, man. Like I said, uh, Zarafa's on a nice win streak. Um, but Law has uh, been in there with a lot of guys, man. You know, he's been in there with Canelo. You know, he's been in there with Jared Hurd. So, but he is older and he's coming off some inactivity. So it's it's a tough fight for me to call. But uh, I probably I probably go with uh, Law by decision. Law should win this fight, man. You know, the guys that. that... Like, like I say, me seeing, seeing the fact that he lost against Jeff Horn, the fact that he, um, Peter Quillen, got him out of there in the fifth round, um, he should be able to beat this guy unless age just, you know, he's just too old. You know what I mean? But, Ty, I know you got to get up out of here, man. Certainly yeah. appreciate you stopping through. You all know, right. good luck with all the things that you got going on. Um, all right. And, and we'll check with you soon. All right, good brother. Yeah, all right, appreciate yeah. it, man. Right, yeah, so we we'll have to check. We gotta check you out on that uh, Emmanuel King fight, man. Was it next month? Yeah. It's, if that's a handover, man, I might I might have to pop up and see that one, man. You know? All right. Yeah, I'll shoot. I'll shoot you the information to that. All right. All right. All right peace, bro. All right. Peace. Yep. All right. So the other thing, man, you know, it's it's talks about my mm-hmm. man, man, Errol Spence. It's raising some concerns about his next fight after the footage came out. His video. A Spence out there uh, training. He looks, he looks considerably heavier um, than when he was in the ring last. Um, he looks at least fifty <coughs> pounds <clears throat> or more over the welterweight limit. 
like close to 200 at least close to 200. um what about you what, what do you think um the, does that raise concerns for you yeah yes yeah kind of because i don't think i don't think it's a good sign for him if it was anybody else doing it i'm like okay all right let's see what they're gonna do but for errol spence from what he just been through it's like it's not a good look showing up to to that anyway but the good but the silver line to it is he doesn't have a fight lined up yet so um this could just be him just trying to drop that weight before decisions are made and that's a good thing that he's being proactive about it and not showing up you know with a fight schedule looking like this you know like i've seen other fighters do so hopefully he's able to get down to you know a reasonable weight you know a reasonable uh size so he can you know get on with his career because i still think he can be a, a force to be reckoned with <laughs> um this disappoints me sir you know um the fact that especially when you are attempting to fight the number one pound for pound fighter in the world you know and somebody who's very very disciplined you know and then and you decide to let yourself go you know to this extent uh, it's troubling and I, I i don't see you you can't have those poor habits going against that guy you know what i mean like if if you were really seriously going to contend against bud crawford then that's something that you was going to have to really be you know thinking about that that's going to be something that you're you're seriously going to be preparing for because the fight is not won whenever the, the date is the fight is won in preparation like all of those days leading up to it and so if you're not living that type of lifestyle then i don't see you being competitive because th if that's the direction that you're going now if you are going to take like some tuna fights get yourself back you know into contention and go in a different direction maybe so maybe you just want to get boxing out your system you want to you know have a good time with your family on the ranch or whatever it is that you were doing just to get by some audio system and now i'm gonna you know get back into the swing of things but you can't do this if you're going to fight him next it, it, you're not going to beat that guy um doing that so that's that's what disappoints me if that's the direction that they plan on going yeah um, i don't want to see him fight Buck crawford if he's if he's showing up uh showing up like this not in his next fight so I still think he's a force, but I would, I would want him to fight somebody else, you know, at 154 to get his, pretty much get his mojo back. I don't think it's going to happen. If, if, the only way, if, if this is, yeah, I agree with you on that. I wouldn't want him to see him fighting Bud Crawford. And if he was, I would want him to be like eating, sleep, and thinking about victory beforehand where he's showing up in camps like this or showing up to the to the to gyms like this ripped and ready to go saying i got my dietitian i'm ready to go but this right here i mean I, it's understandable that you know he, he he took a hard loss and he probably needed some some this time for his mind to rest and, and regroup and spend time with his family but yeah I'm, I'm i'm pro tune up or just a solid fight from him at this point mm -hmm. all right and so javonta uh tank davis or i should say abdul um he plots a summer return some people saying that it's going to be in the uk after a year long layoff um what are your thoughts about tank you know trying to make his uk invasion 
in the Man, summer. Boxing is getting weird, like because I think just just what two weeks to a month ago they were saying that they Tank or you know or Abdul Wahid was going to be the the opener the opening pay per view of PBC, and now they're saying in the summer. And maybe that has something to do with them not being able to. Well, I can't say they're not uh, not wanting to to select certain opponents. They're looking for the right opponent, you know. Um, and I've heard names floated around. I mean, but nothing is solid. And, and I don't know what they. I, I don't know what to think of, of, of his handlers and what they're doing with his career. It's like he should be active. Made it look at him as like he's Floyd Mayweather or something, like he's that guy where he can take fights when he feel like it. But I just don't like this for a guy of his of this magnitude uh, when he's trying to build his legacy. By the time well, I, I think, well, I think what you're doing is you you setting a standard or goals for him that they don't even have. Like they don't, it ain't no trying to make history or anything. Like they, they want to make money. I mean, that's fine, but it's like. I just, I just don't know what to think about it. I don't know. I don't know <coughs> what PBC is doing right now. Like I don't get it. Mm, so it can't be Maxi Hughes. I heard that. I heard Maxi Hughes. I've heard Frank Martin. Right. Um, I'm, 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 only reason I'm mentioning him is because he's from the UK, um, and it can't be him because he's gonna fight Zapata next, unless they do away with that fight. Um, could it be Joe Cordina? You know, because but Joe Cordina would be moving up to face him, but that's right up Tank Alley. <laughs> move him up. You said so you exactly. it could be him. I don't see anybody else around there. Because then if I look at I don't think that he's gonna fight at 140, but after a year-long layoff, you never know. Um, remember Tank was having a difficult time making weight, like he missed 135 a couple of times. But ever since these dudes got it popping, <laughs> he's been <laughs> right on track to make that one. Uh, man, he's been, he been underneath the weight, you know? <laughs> Let's see. It can't be. He's not going to fight Catterall. That's too that's too much um, trouble. You don't think he'll fight Jack Catterall? Heck no. Nah. <laughs> no, sir. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know. Maybe they're just throwing this information out there. Um, but we'll see, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay off Abdul this week. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on a potential or possible um, UK invasion for old Tank. But um, yeah, the thing is, who is he gonna fight in, in the UK? That's the thing. And we already went over that. You already went over that. It's hard to really think of an opponent where it's gonna make sense. He's not fighting Saudi because they don't have the Ferrari. They wouldn't have Ferraris waiting for him. So maybe, that, maybe that was the thing with the. Uh, Amazon Prime pay per view be the first one. Maybe, maybe those two Ferraris they didn't get him in time. I don't know, man. Let's say I, I, you know, we got Lamar coming up in a minute. You know, so I think they're about to start. I, I got one last topic for you, and I think this is gonna be a surprise to you. Okay, they're saying is Bivol and Better be by the titles June first out there in Saudi. Man, are you excited Woo. about this? Oh, hey, I'm so, so for y'all listening, this is Lavelle Jackson getting the exclusive. This is my my real time reaction, man. I'm about to spit off. If I was drinking coffee, I, I would spit it all out on myself, man. But this is this is the one we're waiting on, and it's like looking at it. It's almost like I want. 
it's still it's like one of those fights where you don't believe it until it happens. So I'm not still sure that this is happening until it happens, but it's in the right direction. I see a date, June first. I'm like, okay, all right, you know. And this is this is this is the uh, unless the direction of boxing changes, this is probably going to be the fight to see for the year. Because some of the fights that 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 that, that I think could trump it and overtake it. I'm not. I, I'm not 100% sure that we will see those fights. I'm not 100% sure that we will see Canelo Benavidez in September. I'm not 100% sure that we're, we're going to see Haney Tank in the next three, two, three years. You know, so I, I think this is one of those fights where it's like, all right, okay, it's going to be a good one. Damn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. But dang on Kansas City just scored a touchdown. So um as far as this <laughs> real time, buddy. We got it in real time. Yeah, so as far I'm I'm excited about it. I think that this is gonna be a really, really good fight. I, I, I like what the Saudis are doing. It seems like they're trying to bring boxing back, you know, as far as like the best fight and the best, and they're putting a lot of money out there in order to get it done. Um, some fighters are accepting those, you know, huge paydays in order to you know, get these fights, you know, in action. And so if they do do this, it, it will really be a good start to the summer, man. Um, and it, it's a fight that we always wanted. At this point, based on what I'm saying with Better Be um, in his last performance, you know, I, I, I truly think this is going to be a 50-50 fight. And true boxing fans are really going to enjoy this one. And I, I don't think it's just going to be like a, a boxer versus puncher because Better Be can box as well. I think it might be just a few little things that might make a difference in this fight. Maybe the speed of Bivol, but that man um, better be can punch so hard that I want to see how Bivol responds to that over the course of 12 rounds. And then also the accuracy of Bivol. You know what I mean? Will that deter better be at any point in the fight? I don't think so. I know that better be fought against guys that could crack. And he never let up. So, I mean, this is just two Titans going at it, man. They're colliding on June 1st if this fight happens. Really, really excited, man. Really excited. Mm-hmm. Any any final things that you have in closing, man? So we can yeah, wrap this up. Let's finish these. Let's look at these comments, man. Oh, some comments? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance. Okay. Let's see that. Okay. Um, boom. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So as he says, Lara had a great career against Canelo. We don't want to see him lose to Danny. I don't, Shane. I don't think he would lose. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't lose. And plus, that Canelo fight was ten years ago too. So it was a while. I had just moved to this area, so yeah, it was about ten years ago. Um, I don't know. I I, I can't. I, I I see Garcia being too counter puncher. You can't be a counter puncher against Arislandi Lara. I mean, it's it's not going to work. You need. You need a bit of volume to beat him. It's 7-0 Swifty. Oh, okay. Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, any any final thoughts? I got to, you know. <laughs> no, we, I know we got to get to this, these games, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Certainly appreciate everybody who stopped through. Shelton, man, let's go ahead and and and, and root Lamar on, man, because uh, I, I can't have the Swifties over there going to Las Vegas, man, for this, this Super Bowl. But, um. Yeah, I certainly appreciate everybody who stopped through. Shelton, um, you got Solis, uh, yeah. Shane Solis, you got Ryan, Ryan Hanley. Um, and then also 
appreciate the legend for coming through and yeah, rocking. Shout out, shout out to my main man, Ty, man. Absolutely. All right, man, Vel, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Everybody have a great day. Hopefully you enjoy the games and have a great week as well. All right, peace. Peace.